Welcome to Transition of Style, a podcast that explores the ways in which personal style and identity meet. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm Corinne. Hey, it's Elena. Elena, what's going on? How are you? Oh my goodness. Oh my God. I ran into the cutest dogs in the street yesterday. They were so cute. So I'm walking towards this guy and he's walking this dog and this dog is really interesting looking. He has one like light colored eye, one dark colored eye. And I was just like, oh my goodness, this is an interesting dog, but adorable. And there's a woman behind me saying the dog's name. So I don't know, maybe the guy is walking, maybe walking up to meet his partner. And the dog is like, I'm, you know, I would assume the dog would be like very focused on the woman because, you know, she's calling the dog's name. Right. But the dog is literally locked on to me when I say laser beam eyes was like on me and then just walked right up to me and was just like not interested in the woman in any like, way I want you right and I was like you made the right choice <laughs> <laughs> I love you I love dogs in general and by the way I, I'm about to purchase or have or maybe go to a shelter or something and get myself a mini Australian shepherd named Sheldon yes I Sheldon. love that can name. you imagine doesn't sound like you should be sitting in a leather chair reading a book <laughs> a monocle right and also having a great like some really nice scotch with exactly <laughs> amazing conversation oh my gosh Sheldon. and then just happens to be like yes i know that answer to the jeopardy question <laughs> sheldon's gonna go on jeopardy it's gonna be sheldon amazing. is so smart i also love names of dogs that are just like people names oh my god they're the best they're like, the best like larry larry like john barbara the cat <laughs> yes barbara the can you imagine a cat named Barbara? No, but Are you kidding yes, me? but no. I feel like that cat should be using hairspray. Like, I feel like it's like, that's just, just waiting for some dude with the required hairspray. Like that, that cat's going to have like a nightgown. <laughs> <laughs> just like smoking a cigar. <laughs> oh my God. Barbara's totally amazing. She's wearing nightgowns and smoking cigars. Yes. Barbie, you're my hero. Like, hey, Babs. I'm a, I mean, please, if anyone out there has a cat, Cat named Barbara, please reach out. Please. I want to know all about Barbara's personality and what that entails. I, I can only imagine what we're talking about I there. will buy you a cat nightgown. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God. It would be amazing. Barbara in her nightgown. Exactly. So, okay, let's let's get into our episode today. Today, we're going to be, t- we're going to do a little bit of a departure from our new, our normal sort of like, um, I don't know, our normal sort of like topics, right? Yeah. So we generally talk about style often. We talk about identity. And this time we're going to probably maybe focus more on the identity piece. And we're going to talk a little bit about bathrooms and dressing rooms. Yeah. Right? The rooms. The rooms. The rooms and how, you know, what those experiences are like. You know, we, we, you know, we do love speaking about style, but it's sometimes it's really great to speak about the experience of, you know, living in the identity that you maybe have chosen for yourself. And if it's outside of the binary you can you can deal with a lot of stuff. Yeah, that can you, be tough to deal with. You know what happens when you walk into a bathroom, or you're asking that you know is marked that is clearly marked for a specific gender. That's right. That's um, right. Are there experiences where you know it's it's I don't want to say it's rare, but I haven't seen a ton um, of bathrooms that are gender neutral. So we want to kind of unpack right. that a bit. Right. That's starting to be a thing that we're seeing more of. Um, I think that. I see it more in, you know, in companies that are trying to sort of change that a little bit. And it's usually a single stall that's like, you know, gender neutral. Um, have you had any experiences with 
it being, you know, more than just a single stall? Yeah, so I used to work for um, a tech company, and I'll give a huge shout-out to Square. Their New York office actually has gender-neutral bathrooms. Oh, right. And it's not just a single stall. It's like a row of stalls, um, which is amazing. You know, you can just kind of walk into the bathroom regardless of gender and know that you're, you know, you can kind of be behind closed doors for something that's, you know, a bit more bit private yes right that's that's awesome i mean do you feel like when when they put those bathrooms in was was the company already up and running like did it did it convert to like this sort of bathroom setup or was it already like that so it's on like a specific oh it's on both of their floors it's been you know about a year since i worked there um but yeah it was it was already installed oh it was there okay yeah. so there wasn't any sort of retraining or people having to like retrain their minds into like what it's like to like you know, go into a stall and then come out and, like, wash your hands next... If you're a woman, washing your hands next to a man. I think for... Especially at working at the company, it's, you know, as soon as you get there, that's that's the norm. Yeah. Um, mm. I think it's more when you have... When we have visitors. When yeah. we would have visitors come. Oh, interesting. And they were like, which bathroom? You could see the them stop and say, which bathroom do I go into? Because wow. they're used to asking which yeah. Yeah. which bathroom is it. And there wasn't, there's not anything on the outside of the bathroom that marks oh. gender. Interesting. So I've said more times than I can count, it's gender-neutral bathrooms. You know, kind of like Twix, right? Pick a right, pick a left. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't like, know. pick a side. I, I'm not sure how you equated a bathroom to a, a candy bar, but that was amazing. It's not <laughs> the first time I've used that <laughs> analogy It's pretty all. strange. It's pretty strange. So I've had quite a few a number of incidents at, at bath, in bathrooms that are just sometimes just baffling. So I actually am thinking now back to a, a meeting I was part of once. I went to um, I went to Boston for my job. Uh, I was meeting with some people. It was a huge telecom company. And I was a part of a meeting. And I was in this meeting for, it was an all-day meeting, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm there all day. I've been talking to these people all day. We even had lunch together. And as we're coming back from lunch... I said, hey, you know, guys, uh, before we get started again, I need to run to the restroom. So I'm going to run to the restroom. So I started to head over to the women's women's restroom. And one of the men that we were together were like, oh, you can't go in there. And I was like, what? What? And I was like, I'm going. And every and as soon as I keep, every, every time I tried to keep like sort of kept trying to walk towards the door, he kept saying, oh, you can't go in there. And I looked at this guy like. What is this? What is up with this dude? Yeah, like I'm going in the bathroom, I and can't. I so I walked, sort of just waved him off and walked in, and I, it occurred to me that he didn't realize the entire time we were in the meeting that I was a woman. Huh? It was the entire day I met these people, <laughs> and because what other reason would he tell me not to go into the women's restroom? Yeah, I, and I think it was really. I was just like, I went into the bathroom, being like, what is? Did he really not realize I was like a woman? Yeah, like. He didn't realize. Like he had no idea. Like look at me, right. sir. He just didn't get it. It was interesting. And I literally, and this particular guy was the guy I was talking to at lunch. He and I were having a conversation. He didn't get it. And so after I went to the bathroom and I come back into the room and everyone's ask, acting like, as if nothing happened. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, let's just move past that. I think I think for him also he was like super embarrassed and was just like. I don't know how to deal with that. Was he just looking down? The he just acted time? like nothing. They all acted like nothing happened. And I was just like, this is so interesting. Wow. Yeah, this is so like he he kept he was so adamant, like, oh, you can't go in there. And I'm like, oh, I can and I will. And he was just like, like, I just I couldn't for, for a moment. It was so hard to understand why he was saying what he was saying. And then I realized 
he doesn't realize I'm a woman. Did he apologize afterwards? Did he, he say anything? Nothing. He said nothing. He acted as, I, I, like, literally they all acted as if nothing happened. And it was just the strangest thing. Because I think even as I was walking in, I heard one of the other people saying to him, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Like, just let her go to the bathroom, you know? And it was just the strangest feeling of, like, this guy doesn't even realize I'm, I'm like, I'm not male, you know? Which... I'm not usually that upset about, but I was just like, don't tell me I can't use the bathroom, okay? Yeah. Like, I can look the way I want to look, but you're not telling me which bathroom to use. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, not, that's your, not happening. That's not your place. Not, not, not even in a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Right? It was crazy. That, I've never had an experience quite like that, so I'm, that, I cannot believe. Are you baffled? Like, it's, because I was, I was completely baffled. Yeah. That somebody would just say something like that. Yeah. Like, he just, he, he was very, like, why would you as a man go into the women's bathroom? Like, yeah. it was, I think that's what his, his mindset was. That's 100% on him, and him, he's got to wrap his head yeah. around. Yeah. He's got to not be kind of stuck in whatever, you know, kind of mental block he's yeah. in. Yeah, I and mean, it was it was incredible. I, I think what's unfortunate about it is that there was no conversation about it afterwards and we had to you know i had a i had a a very tight schedule um for this meeting and i had to like get a train back to you know back to penn station so there was no real time to address this i'm too i wish that there was time after this meeting so i could have gone up to him and said i understand you think that i was i'm male i am not male i'm female and this is how i present and i go into the women's bathroom so you need to think more about the people you're dealing with and think about like I don't know maybe there's a li- you you've got some limitations maybe you need to expand a bit yeah I was gonna ask you if you were if you could kind of redo that situation over again what would you say to him I, I don't know I think I think at the time I don't know what I would have said I think maybe I haven't thought too much about it because I, like I said the, the bathroom is an uncomfortable place for me right like, I, we have spoken about this if there was a Guinness Book of World Record for the fastest peer in the world. This girl, this this guy right here, like I would literally, I'd win that. And and why is that? Because it is an uncomfortable situation. Being in the bathroom, being in the women bathroom, women's bathroom is a an uncomfortable situation for me a lot of times because I look the way I look. I feel very comfortable in that. But the women, I've had situations where I walked into a bathroom and a woman screamed and and almost tried to run out. I've had situations where I was walking into a bathroom. Walked into the bathroom with my shades on because I had just come from outside, and a woman, the woman who's a, she was a custodian for the bathroom, basically said, "I'm going to call security on you. You can't be in here." And I had to go so bad. I was like, "You go ahead and call the security all you want. I'm going to the bathroom. Like I'm I'm not doing this with you right now. I have to go." Yeah. And you know she basically never called security and just basically I guess maybe realized I was a woman and just moved on but I've been in so many situations where walking into the bathroom has been so uncomfortable I don't want to be there I just want to get in and get out yeah and going to a men's bathroom is sometimes not an option for me how does that just overall make you feel I feel fine (laughs) (laughs) I feel great I I I realize I'm not the problem right I'm actually not the problem they are the problem. A hundred percent. Right? I, I they are the agree. They're, it's not me. I, I am being who I am. I am living my authentic life. I am being true to who I am on every level. And that means that I sometimes will make people uncomfortable. I'll make people question things about themselves. And that's so be it. And I think that's, I mean, 
I applaud you for what you just said. And I think that's so important. I think people need to hear that, that you aren't the problem. Mm-hmm. We aren't the problem. No, we're not. No, you're not the problem. And I, and I can imagine what it must be like for somebody who doesn't live in a big city like this, who is faced with more people who who think unlike them mm-hmm. than think like them. Yeah. Right? So you're the minority. You're in a minority and you're alone in that. And so you feel like you're the problem. Yeah. And it's very easy to feel like you're the problem if you're on the minority side of things. Right. But you're not. No. You're not. It's not you. You're doing what you are doing. You're doing what is your right. You're right. doing what is natural to you. Correct. Right? And it's just, I don't, I, for that to be questioned is really not cool. It's interesting. So when we kind of settled on, like, this is the topic we were going to talk about for this week, I kind of monitored myself in, say, like a public bathroom. Yeah. Um, How did that go? You know, it was... Because I couldn't recall what actually happens. What do I actually do if I'm, you know, kind of washing my hands or or something like that? And somebody and a woman walks, another woman walks in, um, and I realize that I look down a lot. Yeah. That when somebody enters the restroom, my automatic kind of action is to look down. Yeah. And I tried to figure out, like, why is that? Yeah. Why do I immediately look down if I'm looking at myself in the mirror? My head would tilt. Yeah. Um, I would go back to kind of washing my hands. I wouldn't really make eye contact. And I realized that it was, it wasn't more say like being self-conscious. It was more that I was trying to make the other person feel comfortable so that I wouldn't feel uncomfortable. Interesting. So if they felt uncomfortable, do you feel like that then shifts how you your comfort level? I like, mean, do you do you feel like it's a, it's all connected? I think it's all connected in a little bit. I mean, I've gotten super like comfortable and who I am, and when somebody doesn't do, I would I kind of wait for the double take. Yeah. That am I in the right place? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of look. Yeah. Um, I this hasn't happened to me a ton, but especially when I first cut my hair um i think i was worried that somebody if i made eye contact with somebody like in the mirror as mm-hmm. opposed to just looking at them straight on mm-hmm. that they were thinking am i am i looking at them yeah and i was like no yeah girl i'm not looking at you <laughs> i am not looking at you, you i'm you, looking at myself you wish i was looking I'm at looking you i'm <laughs> looking at myself and i also have the attention span of a gnat so anybody who <laughs> walks in my head automatically turns yeah and so, you know, like when you can feel somebody looking at you and yeah. then, then you look at them and they look down or something like that. Yeah. It was kind of, I didn't want, I'm very self-aware. And so I didn't want people to think yeah. that I was looking at them and then just kind of wasn't because I, you know, happened to look up and then they yeah. started staring at me or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that, you know, you all so, so much like you just, you have a biological situation of. I have to pee. Yeah. I have to use the bathroom. When you got to go, you got to go. Right. And I don't understand. It's like annoying that all of this has to go along with it. Yeah. It's like, I just want to use the bathroom. And if for me, like I've had moments where I've dipped into the men's bathroom. If I can get away with that, sure, I'll get away with it. It doesn't necessarily feel comfortable to Mm -hmm. be in the women's bathroom. I'm sorry, the men's bathroom. It doesn't necessarily feel comfortable for me to be there. But it's also not that comfortable to be in the women's bathroom either. Right. I mean, I've been in bathrooms times where women have walked in. They froze like a deer in headlights. Like, look at me, they look at the door with the sign, and they look at me, I mean, the door's still open, and they're still looking at the sign, like, really trying to figure out what's going on, and I have to literally look at them and go, 
I'm female and this is the women's bathroom. So let, why don't we just proceed? Yeah. Let's just keep going. <laughs> let's just proceed. Okay. Let's just not do this. Yeah. Like I don't have a lot of time for this and I don't really care. Yeah. You know? I'm just, I'm trying to get in. I'm trying to get out. This is a natural bodily function. Right. Try to move on with Right. I mean, like, and also, if, like, I would love to ask one of those women, like, what did you think it would feel like to be somebody who walks into the bathroom and has to wonder if they're going to be questioned or asked whether they're in the right place or looked at strange? Would you like to feel that, like, every single time you walk into a public restroom? I wish we could have just... You know what I mean? Like, just line a couple of them up. (laughs) How would you feel if somebody, like, questioned you for being in the bathroom that you felt like you belonged in? Right. It's like, give me a break. It's a, it's a really uncomfortable situation. And it's, it's, it's really tough when you're in there and having it go through so much in your mind about like, am I doing the right things? Like, should I not make eye contact? You know, do I have to now? Like, I've had to, like, it's annoying to me that I've had to say on several occasions, this is the woman's bathroom. Just proceed. Like, just relax and proceed. Like, I'm not interested in anything you got going on. Trust me. Yeah. Like, I couldn't be less interested. Just, I literally have to just keep the world record going. <laughs> and snap a right. finger. Somewhere on the other side of the world, someone is being faster than me, and I can't let that happen. <laughs> you got to hold that Guinness book. I just need to be need the you. one. I can't have someone take away my title. Like, I need to be the one. We just need to call the Guinness book of world records <laughs> and just have it officially clocked. Can you imagine if that was a thing? I, I, I would then want you to walk into the bathroom, hold hold up, like try to beat me. Oh my! So God. they have something else to focus on. Right, right. I mean, so I'm not, I'm thinking about a lot of things. I don't think I make a lot of eye contact in those situations either, because honestly, I don't I don't want to. To me, the idea of eye contact is the idea of like I. It's this is not necessarily the case for everyone, but it's like I don't need you to think that I'm looking for any sort of permission to be here. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with you. I want to use the bathroom. That's really interesting. And I don't really care how you feel about it. Yeah. Like I don't care. It doesn't mean anything to me. Like so, you just need to let me do me. You do you, and we're just gonna go use the bathroom and move on. Preach. Right. I mean, but it is it is true. But come on, it's true. It's so true. It's true. I mean, like, so let's talk about the dressing room a little bit, right? Yeah. So the dressing room is another place where you can walk into and be like, oh, crap. Like, oh, shit. Like, am I going to walk into some shit here? Do you remember the first time you used the, quote unquote, men's dressing room? Yeah. I mean, I don't remember the exact first time, but I do remember when I started going more to trends, the men, sorry, the men's dressing room. I think that the men's dressing room happened. Like, when I started to wear menswear, it just made automatic sense to go to the men's dressing room it's right there right it's like three feet away right it doesn't make sense to go upstairs or downstairs right it doesn't make any sense to me to do that at all so i went to the men's dressing room and i walked in there and i think there was a time at first where i was like oh shoot am i gonna be am i gonna be banished to the women's dressing room i don't know what's gonna happen here and so the first couple of times I went to places, but I went to places that were very sort of like comfortable. So like Uniqlo or like Zara or whatever, they didn't really care so much. So they right. were just like, like if you go to Top Man or whatever, they don't care. Because they've just seen like, women. Right. They understand like women wearing menswear and they're just like, yeah, going in. Here you go. Right. How many, how many items do you have? They're not going to question it as much. They don't really care that much. They're just like, okay, whatever. That's fine. And so... That so it was a really comfortable situation to go into, so it didn't really matter. But then now I go into a men's dressing room and I just walk up to them like I have eight items. Exactly. Same. Like, if you think I'm entertaining any of this, I'm going into this dressing room. Yeah. Like I'm not interested in having a discussion about you with with you on any of it. 
I do remember the first time I, I went into kind of one of those stores you were talking about and somebody would kind of make an eye at the associate and I was like, no, I'm going in. Like, I, I, I don't have much time. That's right. I need to try on these three shirts. That's right. I got a meeting. I don't yeah. have time for the scrap. <laughs> like, I'm going in. And ever since then, it's been like right. a great experience right. in, in those stores. So I applaud the associates yeah. for just being like, yeah, going in. Right. It's, it's like literally no one's, you're not trying to go into a dressing room to screw with anybody. You're going into a dressing room to try out clothing so you can purchase something. My money is just as valid as somebody else's. I just else's. don't get it. I don't, like, I don't understand understand it me neither so i mean the only time i've ever had an issue so have you had an issue i definitely have had an issue or two or maybe three yeah oh Um, no and those those issues have actually happened at department stores yeah i guess in department stores it's a little more um there's there's more structure right i don't know if it's necessarily structure or who the associate is or something like that whatever their policy they just haven't had maybe the proper training but i remember specifically getting a button-down shirt um at like in the men's department yeah bit more formal right and the guy was measured like first off first off i was like hey i'm looking to buy a shirt the immediate question is what are your measurements i was like i don't know right so he was like like kind of froze a little bit I was like, this is the part where you take out your measuring tape and you measure my neck and you measure, you know, my arm length and you keep it moving. Isn't it crazy? Like he must have done that. He does that a million times a day and all of a sudden you came up there and he he completely understand. Like Like, he's like, hmm, I forgot what the process was. What do I do? What is the process I'm supposed to do? So I I ask, can I help you? I say, yes. What are you looking for? A shirt. Do you know your measurements? No. What comes next? (laughs) Just froze. The so measuring like, tape. The measuring, the measuring, sir, that is in your pocket that I can see. Oh, my God. But it's fine. Incredible. So he measures me. He gets me, like, a couple shirts. And I was like, great. I'd love to try these on. And, again, kind of the, fro- like the, the frozen moment. Yeah. And he was like, uh, um, okay, I need to go ask some, and I was like, you oh need to go my, ask you someone? You need approval for this? Like, again, yeah. trying to buy something. Yeah, I mean. He's like, oh, I, I need to go make sure that no one's in there. I'm like, who? Like, like those four guys over there that I'm, like, waving to and being like, hey, sir, cool, what's going on? Again, these are private right. dressing rooms. Right. And you you're know, giving me a hard time right now. With, like, a about. piece of fabric that covers everything. Again, I'm just trying to buy a shirt. And I haven't tried it on, so I'm not going to buy five shirts and really cross my fingers that one's going to work. I'm going to buy one shirt man. that works for me. Right. Like, let's let's be done with this. Right. So um, he goes and checks, and his boss is like, yeah, kind of looks at him like, why are you even asking this? Like, Wow. And so I, like, that guy was fantastic. So I just kind of talked with him the entire time. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's... He's like, let me just, let, like, let me just go... He's like, hey, I'm like, he walked me to the dressing room so that I didn't feel like I was out of place. He was like, oh, I clearly you've had a bad experience with this gentleman. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk with you. If there's any, he said, if there's anything that you need, let me know. Because he knew that I was frustrated with the other guy, as anybody should be. I mean, it's called being, a, you know, like, like really responding to people, someone who's trying to be a patron, like. I'm trying to buy something at your store. Exactly. I, we're in New York City, yeah. folks, okay? You can go anywhere. Yeah. I, mean, I am coming to your store to buy something. Show some respect. What is that? I don't I don't get it. I mean, I remember another distinct time where I was going to buy a suit, 
And the guy said, well, I need to check to see if there's anybody in there. And I was like, okay, go ahead and check. Are you kidding me? And he called like four or five people and just asked if, if this was okay. And he's like, oh, the suit looks great. So, you know, are you going to buy it? And I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> he's like, but it looks great. I was like, but you, like, this was not a great experience exactly. for me. Exactly. This was not exactly. a fun experience for exactly. me. You made me feel like the other. Right. Right. You othered me. That, yeah. I mean, that, and that's right. I mean, it's like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to sell suits? Right? Is that it's like what is your objective here? Yeah. Are you trying to sell clothing? Do you want to make do you want to sell the shirt? Do you right. want to sell this suit? Do you want to sell this belt? Or are you in this place of like making money? No, not so much. Not so much. I'm not that interested in making a sale. I mean, I remember the positive experiences just as much as the negative That's ones. Right. That's and I remember right. going to a department store from my hometown in Richmond, Virginia. And this I walked in, I had a wedding to go to. The shirt that I was wearing like wasn't quite right. So I just went and um, the guy was like, hey, can I help you? Like, yeah, I'm looking for a shirt. He's like, oh, look, immediately got his, like, measuring tape. He's like, oh, I have the, he's like, how, you know, how do you want it to fit? I was, you know, I kind of explained to him that I didn't want it super tight, that I wanted it a little bit loose because I'm going to be on the dance floor. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> ah, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> and he, on the first try, was like, oh, like this shirt. He's like, go try it on. He's like, oh, I'll take you to the dressing room. If you need anything else, you know, let me know. And it didn't quite fit just right. He's like, oh, I know the, I know the, I know exactly, you know, the kind of the changes we need to make. Sure. Found me the second shirt. It worked perfect. It was amazing. So I just want to point, stop for a second because mm-hmm. I don't understand what I, what, what really, I mean, it makes me so angry. Like I, sometimes I have to like, okay, let me breathe it out. Let me get a little on this. What I don't understand, like that, why can't most people be that way? I don't, I don't know. Like you, he just tried to get you what you needed. Yeah. Right. That is what, if anyone walks into the store, whether it's a man or woman, you should get them what they need. If it's not there, you can suggest things. It maybe didn't work out. That's fine. But it is your job Mm -hmm. as someone, as a representative of that chain or that retailer to try to get people what they need, treat them with respect. No one should be walking in there. And feeling like they're not being heard or, dis- or, or respected. It doesn't make any sense. Absolutely. And you should be ashamed of yourself if you do so- something like that. Yeah. I've never gone back to either of those stores since then. I gotta breathe it out right yeah. now. <laughs> it just makes me so it's- angry. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, oh man. Get some ice water in a second. Yeah, I gotta have to like, I'm gonna have to cool it down. Yeah. Totally. I'm- but like, what's, what's really interesting, just me thinking back, is I had such a positive experience at the last time. That he was like, is there anything else I can do? And I was going to go someplace else and get like, you know, maybe a belt. I was like, yeah, I need a pair of socks. I need a belt. I'll buy two belts. I'll buy two pairs of socks. I bought a wallet that I have in my back pocket. The socks I wear all the time because I have such a positive association with that experience. And I was like, yeah, sir. You know, when I'm back in town, I know I'm coming to see you. Right. I'm, he, I'm I'm back in town. I'm going to come see you, but I have friends that live here, and maybe I'm going to tell them to go there because he, they you had a good experience. Yeah, like I had, you know, when you buy um, a blazer, or you know, it's kind of like that pocket yeah. square. It's yeah. kind of like a little stuck. Yes, and I bought a pocket square from him. Yeah, he was like, oh yeah, you need you know that that piece unsewn for yes. you. He's yes. like, bring. He's like, come back. Like, bring your blazer. Yeah. I'll get it done for you in, like, you know, 20 minutes. Yeah. Go kind of shop around. When he bagged up all of my stuff, he came around. He shook my hand. It was so great. I mean, that's called a beautiful shopping experience. Yes. That's that's the way a shopping experience should be. I'm not saying everyone has that much time to spend that much time with you, but, like, honestly, that's wonderful. And he wasn't basing the way 
your experience, like the way that your experience unfolded on your gender. Yeah. Right? No. It's like, give me a break. Yeah. Honestly, this topic can make me a little crazy and I need to bring out the crystals sometimes, <laughs> you know, and like just meditate on the crystals just to bring me back because I can get a little heated. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not lying. The amethyst is about to... <laughs> but... <laughs> Whoa, I can get crazy on this. But these are the <laughs> but these are the, the topics and these are the conversations that we need to have more often. That's right. That need to be told and need to be heard because it's it's having a reaction yes, it on is. us. We, you know, and there's some, you know, person out there who is about to go, you know, to their first men's or women's dressing room and like that's gonna shape what happens next. Yes, it is. It is. And and as you said before, you're right. These are the stories that need to be told. And also, it's the representation that needs to be seen. Yes. So being told and seen, all of that is very important. Just like we talked about with the, with the bathroom earlier. Um, we have to make sure that, you know what, folks? If you are identifying as something that is not you know, just outside of the binary, please do it. Please do it. Please move forward with that representation. People need to see it. The more, the more that is seen, the more these stories are told, the, the more change can happen, right? Yep. The more I don't have to pull out the amethyst, lose my damn mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> literally, I probably have a couple rocks laying around here <laughs> that I need to take out right now and just like have that meditation moment and like get the incense going. But whatever, you know, like sometimes that's what you need to get through your life and I ain't got a problem with that. Anyway, so listen, we are probably a little over our time, but it, this was such an important topic. This was a great topic to talk about. I yes. am so glad we spoke about it. You know, I'm sure I can go on a little longer, but I don't think anyone wants to hear that rant. So We'll do it in another episode. Right. Maybe we'll go on to another episode. And I would love to hear, if you guys want to talk about your stories, your bathroom stories, you know what? Comment on our Instagram, you know, reach out to us in whatever way you want. Tell us about your stories. I want to hear about them. But... For now, we're going to wrap it up and say thank you so much for listening. Um, this was a huge topic <laughs> that we knew would probably make us, you know, do a lot of yakking. But, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's important to tell these stories, important to show representation. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great one. All right. Bye-bye.